0: assistance. Help with flats, lockouts, and rental car options. Save 20% and get a free quote by visiting CarShield online at carshield.com carlson. Don't wait for the next surprise. Choose peace of mind with CarShield. Go to carshield.com carlson and save 20%
1: today. Bill O'Reilly here. You are listening to the weekend edition of the O'Reilly Update. Coming up next, the news with Mike Slater. Thanks, Bill. Here's what's happening this week in America.
2: A final warning. Suing the bus companies. Lululemon's founder. And this might beat the coffee was too hot lawsuit. It's all coming up. Then Bill's going to be here with you message of message day. But first, the Houthis, a terrorist group in Yemen, backed by Iran, who the Biden administration removed from the list of terrorist organizations early in his term. They keep firing at our ships in the Red Sea. One armed unmanned surface vessel got within a couple of miles of a U.S. Navy ship in the Red Sea. This is just a couple hours after the White House said that this is a final warning to stop the attacks or face military action. Governor Abbott of Texas has been putting illegal immigrants on buses and sending them to New York City and other cities. Well, the mayor of New York City has said that this is leading to the collapse of his city. So, the other day, he put limits on when buses can drop illegal immigrants off. Limits on when, where, and the bus companies have to give a 36 hour notice. Well, that wasn't enough to stop the buses. So, Mayor Adams is now suing 17 Texas charter bus companies, suing for $708 million to cover the cost of taking care of these illegal immigrants. Meanwhile, the mayor of New York City has spent $4.6 million for 20,000 plane tickets for illegal immigrants to fly out of New York City into other cities. But this is Different, they say. The founder of Lululemon, Chip Wilson, he sold his share of the company back in 2014 for almost a billion dollars. He spoke out against Lululemon's whole diversity and inclusion thing. He said they're trying to become like the gap, everything to everybody. And I think the definition of a brand is that you're not everything to everybody. You've got to be clear that you don't want certain customers coming in. Lululemon has some new ads where there are some plus sized women. He said the people in the ads look unhealthy, sickly, and not inspirational. You may remember in 2013, he said some women's bodies don't work for the pants. Add this to the famous McDonald's coffee was too hot lawsuit. A customer filed a lawsuit against Dunkin' Donuts, claiming that they were negligent because he was injured by an exploding toilet. He's seeking $100,000 because he has suffered severe and long-term injuries. After the explosion, He was covered in human feces. He told an employee and the employee said, yeah, we know about that toilet. This has happened before. His lawyers say he has required mental health care and counseling since the incident last year. I'm Mike Slater, Bill O'Reilly. I don't mean to laugh. It's very serious. I'm Mike Slater, Bill O'Reilly with your message of the day. Next. Hey guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. And hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere.
1: Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Good job, New York Post, listing the abysmal facts of President Biden's first three years in office. Here are a few. Consumer prices up 17% since Biden took office, food up 20%, rent 19%, utilities up 24%. These are the necessities of life. About 10 million foreign nationals have crossed into the USA under Biden. Overseas, two wars, and China threatening a third over Taiwan. The New York Times, Washington Post, the corporate TV news media mostly ignore what is likely the worst presidential performance in modern history. Now, the New York Post does have a problem because its management does not like Donald Trump, even though his presidential record is light years better than Joe Biden's. Millions of Americans still support Biden because mainly of Trump dissatisfaction. So, politically, that's where we are entering 2024 with the presidential election about 10 months away. We are looking at a disastrous president and a very controversial challenger not a good place. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it. You can reach me, bill at billoreilly.com, bill at billoreilly.com, name in town if you wish to opine. Now let's go to the mail. Barbara, I don't care if California citizens want to pay for illegals health care. I don't live there and never will. Good luck to them. They get what they vote for. Barbara, you pay. Because federal money goes to California in the form of block grants. Everybody's paying for free health care for migrants. Federal money goes in California. Brian Pierce, West Boston, Massachusetts. That's Boston. Four more years of Trump will also come with a price. It will be four more years of hatred, anxiety, chaos, and drama. To me, it's not worth it. I did vote for Trump twice, but need a break from him. A lot of people feel that way. But if it's Biden versus Trump, come on. Greg Sutliff, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. It is acknowledged fact that the Biden family received millions from foreign entities. Positive proof is elusive. No, it's not. Greg, It's banking records that show it. Nobody denies the Biden family received millions from foreign nationals. It's it's been proven. Banking records are proof. Bob Harper, San Pedro, California. Hey, Bill, the list of states I refuse to go to is growing. I've lost my taste for Maine lobster. It's not the Mainers fault. It's some nut. I know they elected her, but I'm still going to Maine and eating the lobster. And that's going to be overturned. Marjorie King, Bridgewater, New Jersey. I'm interested in your thoughts, O'Reilly, about Maisie Phillip, who's running for Congress from your district. I'm trying to get her on, trying to get her on the no spin news. She's taken Santos's uh, slot as the Republican nominee, and the vote is in February. So we'll see if she shows up. Travis Snow, Dallas, Texas, got my dad killing England for Christmas. Loved it. He read it in less than a week and plans on reading the entire series now. Also, for your Smart Life segment, you might enjoy spend Drift sparkling water. I'll try it. You know, I have sparkling ice. That's what I'm drinking now, sparkling ice. It's a drink. It's good. No sugar in a moment, something you might not know. Now, the O'Reilly update brings you something you might not know. Fifty-nine years ago, President Lyndon Johnson delivered the State of the Union address before Congress, outlining his vision of a nation without poverty, illiteracy, or racial division. Here is the story behind the Great Society. Johnson became the 36th president after the assassination of John F. Kennedy in 1963. The Democrat was then elected to the White House by the largest popular vote in history. On January 5th, 1965, LBJ addressed the American people. Said Johnson, quote, we built this nation to serve its people. The Great Society asked not how much, but how good. Not only how to create wealth, but how to use it, unquote. Lyndon Johnson's Great Society included programs like Medicare, Medicaid, the Voting Rights Act, the Civil Rights Act, the Department of Housing, and the National Foundation for the Arts were created. In total, taxpayers have spent $22 trillion on Johnson's vision. We pay a trillion each year for the Great Society. And here's something else you might not know. Despite all that money spent, LBJ's vision of a great society has mostly failed. Today, wealth and racial disparity are at record levels in American history. In 1965, 24% of black infants were born to single mothers, 24%. That number is now 80%, and that drives poverty. Literacy rates and mass scores among urban students at an all-time low. America's neighborhoods remain segregated. Detroit, Chicago, and New York's rate of integration has stalled since the 1960s. In 2024, the racial divide in San Francisco is worse than it was 50 years ago. When LBJ outlined his programs, 20 million Americans lived beneath the poverty line. That figure now, 40 million. In 1965, just four million Receive some form of welfare. Today, 100 million Americans are on the dole. Back after this.
4: Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up.
1: That is the weekend edition of the O'Reilly Update. For more news and honest analysis, please go to BillOReilly.com.
2: I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse.